Welcome to the Daryl Smith Podcast Show. Our voices, our views, our generation. Let's conversate. Hello again, and welcome everybody to the Daryl Smith Podcast Show on this chilly Saturday, October 23rd, 2021. And this morning here in, uh, from Serendipity Labs in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. I say chilly because it's about 44 degrees outside right now on a Saturday uh, morning. We're about eight days away from Halloween. So anybody that loves Halloween and trick-or-treating and going to parties, this is definitely the time of year for you. And it's hard to believe we're heading to November. I mean, time is going by fast and soon we'll be going into a new year of 2022. I want to start off the show to say my deepest condolences and sympathies to Major Harris, the three-year-old kid that they found in the dumpster, sadly, this past Thursday on the 21st of this month. I also want to send my deepest sympathies and condolences to his mother, Mallory uh, Merchenberger, who uh, was killed also on the 14th, uh, murdered, actually. And um, it's a sad situation overall. Uh, it's a lot of details, a lot of facts about this that has not come out yet about what led to this, this unfortunate situation happening. I do believe that it's going to all come out. As time goes on the next week or two, and we're living in a very turbulent time right now. We just have to not try to be religious. We have to pray up and just try to do the right thing and try to be safe out there. It's just really rough out there. And Again, my deepest sympathies go out to Major Harris, the three-year-old boy, and also to his mother, Mallory uh, Mutchenberger, who's 25 years old, and also their family and friends, and um, and also to Major Harris's uh, father, who came to uh, do help out with the search. With MPD, my definitely my heart goes out to all of them, and I wish them the best, and that they uh, are able to um, heal and um, hopefully uh, be able to move forward. So, with that being said, I wanted to jump into my topic today uh, about uh, I want to talk about Alderman Lewis, Alderwoman Lewis, I should say, is basically up on the four charges of um, felonies right now. So, if anyone doesn't know. In September last month, Alderman uh, Sunita Lewis was charged with multiple counts of uh, including embezzlement and fraud and, and theft. The, the charges listed as being misconduct in public office, theft, embezzlement exceeding $10,000, theft by fraud not exceeding $2,500, and also campaign finance intentionally false, uh, filing false or report of uh, or statement. Now, see, uh, since this time, now, I also want to give, give a detail a little bit about the charges, too, that was uh, filed against her. So, to give an example, one of the charges is that she was uh, is being charged of being defrauding the city of Milwaukee in her campaign of at least $21,666.70. And this happened for use for trips, car care, credit cards, and other expenses. In November 2016, the same year she got elected to be auto woman, a family trip to Georgia was financed by Lewis's campaign. This is what the complaint says by the uh, Milwaukee County District Attorney's Office. Campaign account, according to investigators, adding there is no reason for a local public official who deals solely with the city of Milwaukee issues to who need to campaign in Georgia 800 miles away. And I forgot to mention, these charges were brought, were brought forth by uh, Milwaukee County District Attorney John Chisholm in a 47-page document outlining these four felony charges against Alderman Lewis. Or all a woman, Lewis, I should say. Now, also, she's also was stripped of her duties by Common Council President Cavalier Johnson, stripped of her duties back in September when the charges were filed against her. And uh, right now, and also, she was also, she's also running, she also announced her candidacy to run for U.S. Senate this year, back in uh, July, to run against Ron Johnson, who has not decided and coming on the Republican side, who has not officially announced if he's running again or not. 
And I'm going to talk about that in a minute about her chances of staying in this U.S. Senate race from my perspective. Now, since this time, she was in court this past Monday, October 18th, and um, and a court appears via through Zoom with her attorney, and she decided to, uh, and against the four charges against her, and she decided to waive her right to a preliminary trial. So they're going to go right to straight to the actual trial via through Zoom, if I'm correct, next month, November, November 24th. Now, she was, like I said, first elected in uh, office in 2016 for uh, Milwaukee, uh, Milwaukee Automobile. Now, also besides facing the four felony charges, also she is facing a misdemeanor in Milwaukee Circuit Court. Now, and also the penalties are facing, she, the severe penalties she faced for this, unfortunately, if convicted, uh, all felony counts alone, or all counts, I should say, is up to 20 years in prison and also a potential up to $65,000 in fines at the max. Her attorney, Michael uh, Messerman, said that we are not going to try this case in the media. We're going to have our day in court. So what they basically saying is that they don't want they don't want this information to get out to the media. They want to have their day and opportunity to present their side of the case to prove that these charges are not founded, and their goal is to try to get a acquittal. Now, my personal opinion about the situation is that first, all the all the woman Lewis is actually my alderman in the district the district that I live in, and from what I heard from her, she was she's a, she's a war veteran business. Uh, she's a businesswoman also prior to this. And also, she's a—I uh, think she's an ordained, or she's a minister, or some background in the religious religious area. And when I first heard this, I was surprised that she was that this these charges were filed against her. I'm not saying that she's innocent until proven guilty. I do believe that. And until all the facts come out, I'm not going to make any judgment in that she did this or not. I am going to say that unfortunately, this situation adds more fuel to the fire, and that a lot of individuals and citizens in our in our society, in our town, our city, a lot of neighbor, a lot of people in this area feel that local officials are not doing anything for the people at all. And they feel like they're taking money and not doing anything that to benefit the people who are, who are needed the most in the communities in our areas. And this gives them more argument to say, Hey, Oh, they're not doing anything. They're not doing anything at all for us. They just taking the money. They just, you know, doing whatever with the money. They're not doing anything for us at all. And I think unfortunately it gives a black eye for individuals who are elected officials, who are in public office, who are uh, trying to do the right thing, trying to work, do the benefit of the people and do the will of the people it makes it tougher for them to do what they need to do also at the same time. And while her chances are running for U.S. Senate, she still right now is in the race. But as of a few months, a month or two ago, they were saying she was a whole, she was running 3% in terms of the polls in a crowded field, 12 people who are running the Democratic side for that U.S. Senate seat for next year. I really believe that I'm surprised she still, she still is running for U.S. Senate right now. Based on the fact she's got to deal with this trial over her head, and she's going to de- prepare her de- defense to try to fight off these charges and not get convicted or not face any prison time and or whatever time she might give, she's convicted. But I do think in the end, she's going to eventually drop out of this race because it's going to be hard, even if she does get acquitted, it's going to be hard for her to really get any more steam, or any more momentum for people to really feel confident to vote for her for U.S. Senate. And not only that, it takes a lot of money to run for a seat, especially like this, on a federal level or national level, as a U.S. Senate race. So I think she's going to eventually drop out of the race, unfortunately. I do think if she, she's going to, I think she's going to end up getting acquitted. She's going to probably maybe get a, uh, some plea bargain, some type of, uh, she might get a, a fine at some type of community service time or some other, some type of small minor time or something she might get, but nothing major, like no felonies, I don't believe. And I do think that she will be still auto woman uh, for her chances of getting reelected. I think since Milwaukee is unofficially Democratic, 
even though they're not, they're not it's not partisan, but there's a lot of uh, they tend to vote Democratic, and a lot of these uh, a lot of these races, a lot of candidates are not are not opposed when they run for office for being reelected. I do believe that she will get reelected in 2024, barring the fact that she does get convicted, that changes the story. But if not, I think she'll get reelected again. She's got she's got to do a lot to regain the uh, trust of her constituents in her district and the public as a whole to come out to make a statement and saying she is sorry for this sorry this happened. Some saying explain that this was an error, reporting errors, and the fact that she's going to make sure that this doesn't happen again. To, but you have to gain the trust because once you lose the trust of your constituents and people that you represent in your district as elected official, it's hard for you to really do anything and people to take you seriously and to give you any type of credence. So I think she's she got an uphill battle, but I think she she's paying good money for she changed she changed lawyers too. Matter of fact, when his first the charges first came out against her in September, now she went from two attorneys to to one one law firm that she hired that specialized in this area, representing individuals or law uh, official uh, elected officials who are charged with felonies of this of this magnitude. So I think hopefully it's a benefit for her. Only time will tell, and we'll see what happens after November when she goes to trial on November 24th. So, that being said, today I want to wish everybody uh, well, uh, health and everyone's well out there. Stay, take care of yourself as we end this, uh, another episode today of the Daryl Smith Podcast Show. And until then, next time, take it easy, have a good one, talk to you later, and I'm out. <laughs>